Where the, where the fuck is Nehemiah? In the middle. In the middle. Right there in the Bible. <laughs> I hate you right now. That, like, what's it near? Oh, wait. A table of contents? Try that. Like, work. Shh, fuck. <laughs> the- fuck you. <laughs> All right, I got it. I got it. I got it. Same thing. So it's like 90% Old Testament and then a little Jesus sprinkled on top. Yeah. Like, uh, And they all sound, the, I mean, yeah. we'll, no, they don't all sound the same. I'm sorry. Well, that's the most like cliche fucking like, racist thing you can say. Ob- like, Obadiah, Nehemiah, yeah. Isaiah, Isaiah. Job. Isaiah. Job, yeah. <laughs> George's <laughs> older brother. Uh, yeah, usually. <laughs> <laughs> we suck. I suck. Oh, man. It's, yeah, they if you don't end up in, if you're going through the middle of the Bible and you don't end up in the Psalms, you end up in what's usually the prophets. I got it. And, got it. I got it. I find, right. find, literally, this is real time. I've been looking for Nehemiah. 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 All right, everyone. And you well, can say all these things so many different ways. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, remember, there are no vowels in Hebrew, so you just plow through the uh, through the consonants and you are good to go. So it's, no. Nehemiah. Nehemiah. I don't know what I'm doing the correction. That. <laughs> the, on the end. That's the phonetic way of saying that. All right, everyone, welcome to Beer and Bible. And here we are again. Uh, we're going to be going back to the Old Testament today. So, oh, um, forgot to introduce myself. I'm Neil. I am our lead questioner slash research nerd. And I'm starting to rethink my role in this whole debacle of like official Bible reader because I couldn't even find where the hell I was reading from in the Bible. I should have put it. I shouldn't have lied on my resume when I signed up. <laughs> Can read. Can read. <laughs> Halfway. But I'm Chris. I'm the uh, resident high function alcoholic and can't find shit in the Bibler. And uh, yeah. Cool. All right. Uh, so, Chris, what are you drinking today? Today I am oh, back on that shit that got left in the fridge, Golden Road Brewing, which is actually, it's growing on me. Wolf Pup. Session IPA. So it's no- I think session is like synonymous with weak. Not weak, but it's just like it's like a tastier version of Coors Light because it's like it doesn't quite have that kick that gets you twisted up, but it's but it's a beer and it tastes way better than like a Coors Light or. Uh, I mean, I I, I don't want to get drinking. I don't want to get session. Yeah, like, yeah. It's take a while. Yeah, there you go. Like you're not gonna get the buzz immediately. Like you can drink three or four of these, as you said. You need to. <laughs> That's, that's a good way to put it. And that's how it's growing on you too. Like, <laughs> like no one's gonna like the first one, but they're gonna drink three or four of these. Creeps in there, and they're like, "Yeah, that's it. I'm a fan." <laughs> cool. So today we are looking into the prophet Nehemiah, <laughs> as we finally found it. So we're gonna be reading through that, and um, this is right there in the time of exile. So essentially, um, the Israelites have been taken away from their place. Like there was, gosh, it's probably around. They were removed around 586 BCE, so this is like 400. We're actually going to get into the dating of this. I'm just going to hold on for that, and we're going to talk about it in a second. So let's jump into this. You just got to know the Israelites are no longer in Israel. They are now taken off into um, further into the Middle East, maybe Baghdad, somewhere in there. That seems to happen a lot. Yep. Sorry, I'm like, <coughs> so that session IPA like, went down the wrong hole. The, the Israelites, they are a people without a place. Oh. All right. The words of Nehemiah, son of Hakaliah, Hakaliah, in the month of Kislev, in the twentieth year, while I was in the citadel of Susa. Okay, 
that was I didn't get very far. <laughs> no, no. And you sit there and you're like, okay, this is a whole bunch of just dry reading. A lot yeah. of times when we come to this, we look at it. It's like a genealogy, just a bunch of names and dates, and it doesn't really mean anything. I've got a time and a place. Yeah. So let's break that down. Um, so uh, the, Nehemiah is like actually official. He's mentioned in Aramaic or Aramaic text, so he's not like totally off on his own just in the Bible. Uh, the twentieth year of Artaxerxes' reign. So that's like so you just year of what. I'm like backtracking, so he's outside of the Bible. Like you can find this guy's name yeah. somewhere. Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's so, that's always cool when that shit like that happens. Yeah. I mean, it, granted, you see it a lot in the old New Testament with Caesar, because like, you know, he's everywhere. Like with Rome, writing down every damn thing they did. So yeah, so we got that. Um, so he's he's important enough to go there. Uh, then you got which art is Xerxes? Is it the first or second? There's Xerxes. Or no, not Xerxes. Xer- like three hundred, like. Androgynous, like mildly hot Xerxes. No, sorry, this is Artaxerxes. Nose rings. Nope. I feel like he had nose rings. This is Artaxerxes, either the first or the second. I think that Xerxes actually comes between those two, uh, between Artaxerxes the first and Artaxerxes the second. So he was real. He yes, three hundred Xerxes is real. Yes. How many nose rings did he have? Seven. What verse is that? (laughs) It's in second. Don't tell them that they don't know that at home unless they bought Bibles or or. Borrowed them from their local church, right? <laughs> permanently. All right. So Artaxerxes the first. Some people think that because uh, Sanballat was mentioned in, in one about that, and his sons did most of the administrating. Or uh, there's also uh, the conversation about this whole Nehemiah thing shows up in the Elephantine Papyri. Whoa, 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 like, whoa, 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 whoa. What the Elephantine Papyri? Yeah. So um, to give you like an idea, we're trying to take our best guesses when this whole thing happens. So we're trying to is this like a things. war elephant that Xerxes rode on that carried his nose rings, or is it like <laughs> no, no? The uh, elephantine papyri is just a a book. It's just a writing. A book. I, yes. An yes. elephantine papyri. Yes. And we settled on Holy Bible. I don't get to choose the names here, man. Holy Bible. <laughs> elephantine. Elephantine. That sounds badass. It sounds like a metal album. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's what I'm thinking when I think about like death metal, double drum, bass drum and all that. Who comes up with this? Uh, historians, man. So Elephantine Papyri is actually. I would definitely like, I would pick that off of a shelf and read it. Like if I saw that, it's like going to back when we used to go to the record exchange or like, you know, the story you like flipping through the CDs, whatever has the coolest album cover. That's the shit you buy and you get home and like two of them are going to suck ass and then one of them's going to be the shit and like you're gonna tell all your friends about it and you're like elephant time so i would definitely pick that up above holy bible if i didn't know what i was talking about yeah. or it, well i don't know what i'm talking about if i didn't know what i was looking for <laughs> the uh the elephant time is actually just a text that was written uh from a jewish community based in egypt they were like off the nile through the elephantine colony deal and so they have they wrote down some stuff and they got dubbed the elephantine papyri Huh. <laughs> All right. So that supports it. Um, and then there's Artaxerxes the second, which is based off of some other writings, the Wadi Ed Dalihia uh, papyri. I'm pretty sure I just butchered that myself on that one. And then um, there's also some question about the sand ballot. There's going to be a uh, a guy later on. He's going to be like the enemy. And there's some question about which sand ballot that was. Sand ballot. Is this like how they... Oh. That, oh, that almost sounded racist. Is that how they vote for people? <laughs> 
Oh no! It's just, it, it. it was a it was a guy's name. His name was Sand Ballot. Sand Ballot. Okay. So he was he's gonna be mentioned on. He's gonna be like a a bad guy. But then is this one in particular person, or is this like a a position, like a one particular person? So okay. So you, his yeah. name was Sand Ballot. He wasn't like you know a Sand Ballot's another thing for like emperor, or like regional right. government. No, okay. he was a regional governor. And and um, so if you go to the earlier Artaxerxes, there's the Sand Ballot who has his sons run everything. But then in this one, if you go with the artist, which is the second, he has Sanballat the Horonite. And we're going with all kinds of great names, aren't we? The yeah, because that's, that's why I have to ask. Because it's like, is this a position or is this some dude's name? Because we've talked about, there's like apparently there's multiple Xerxes with multiple nose rings. Yeah. And then now we're throwing Sanballats into it. And it's like, is this? That's why I got to so, ask. Everybody out there is thinking it. And I if, hope. At this point, you're probably all like, "What in the world are these guys talking about?" All this is to say is that we're not exactly sure when this, uh, which twentieth reign, but there's there's a, a discussion, there's an argument, and it kind of changes um, what just happened or how it relates to other things in the history, depending on which Artaxerxes we go with. Apparently, it's important uh, enough to be written down. Yeah, and, and most likely it's going to be uh, Artaxerxes the uh, second, Josephus. However, going back to your Xerxes. Ooh. The hot Xerxes with seven nose seven rings. Nose rings. Uh, this one, I never said hot either. Okay, you've never said that I before in our in our work ever. Just scratch just, the room. Shut up. What were you reading? Uh, Josephus in Antiquities. He actually says that it was uh, Xerxes. So he's he's a little off. But once again, now we've got this this conversation of okay, when did exactly did this happen? And then. Um, Kiss love. What does this mean? This basically brings us down to it's either December around 446 uh, before the Common Era or 384 before the Common Era. That's a 60 year difference right there. Hmm. Um, and then you talked about the place. Susa was uh, it was a winter fortress for Persian kings. Ooh, um, so, that sounds badass. Yeah. Like, welcome to Susa. The citadel of Susa. It's like Ooh. a tower built into the mountains with like tigers yeah holding like, up the bottom it's always storming there there's always lightning there's <laughs> just no a swirling what. cloud above it it just rain spikes like you go outside to like that's hey, a pretty flower spike goes through your fucking neck it's like so <laughs> what happens you gotta you, you gotta be careful in the citadel the rain <laughs> spikes it's metal as fuck <laughs> you go down there like what's the what's the uh what's in the library elephantine papyri yeah it's just <laughs> right a bunch there. of it's written on elephant testicle skin <laughs> And it has spikes coming out of it. Most of those fell from the sky because we're in the Citadel, you fucking idiots. But it's like they're through the books. Yes. They're part of the writing now. It's history. All right. That's uh, the Citadel. Let's go ahead and read our verse two on this one. Damn, we're only one verse in, and we already have spikes raining out of the sky. That wasn't really in there, by the way. We're going to have people totally misinformed here. <laughs> That'll be fine. Um, uh, this beer might not have been as weak as I thought. Han and I, one of my brothers, came from Judah with some other men who weren't important enough to name. And I questioned them about the Jewish remnant that survived the exile and also about Jerusalem. All right. So back when I was in back when I was younger and in school, we had to learn like kind of what, what happened with Israel. So you got like King David and King Solomon and like his united friend around thousand BC. And then in 922, um, Solomon, his one of his sons, and then an, as kind of an advisor, end up splitting the kingdom. That happens in 922 BC. So it's one badass kingdom. Split in 922. Okay. Northern and southern. Ah. Uh, yeah, but not like 
There were, like Civil War? No, like... there were no slaves. I mean, there were slaves, but not like that kind of slaves. Gotcha. Anyways. Moving on. That gets split in 922. And then in 722, one empire takes the Northern Kingdom. And then 586, in comes the uh, Syrians, I think, who take them over. And then 586, so... Then the next group comes over and now... It just got all sliced like, up. Yeah, it's all mixed up and everything else. And the last guys that took over the group in 586, they had this whole thing of like, hey, how can you destroy people's culture? I have an idea. Move them out. And so they took like the top 30, like 30% is the estimate. Like of, the most influential yes. kind of yeah. leaders. Leaders and the educated and the wealthy. <laughs> and they took all those guys off. And then though that was the empire before the Artaxerxes ones. And now Artaxerxes... He's in charge. So he's got a really easy. He just comes in and just kind of mops up whatever's left. Yeah. So he's like, so he's got this this Jewish guy, and he's like, "Where are you from? I'm from from Israel." So, anyways, um, he's this, like, "You'd probably look good with nose rings. Come with me." Yeah. <laughs> so welcome to the Citadel. Yeah. <laughs> just how do I get my nose rings? Just stand outside, aim for the skinny spikes. <laughs> like, what the fuck is this? Why am I out here? <laughs> so Nehemiah looks ah, like there's a, one. <laughs> so Nehemiah looks like a man that could need needs a, a nose ring. <laughs> so he's hanging out there, and then his like friends from Israel show up, and they're like showing up to the citadel. <laughs> the citadel. <laughs> I don't know. So, we should have. Can we yeah. edit music into this? I, we can work on it. I'm not going to work on it. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> so they they show up, and they're like. They're traitors of some sort, like not traitors, but traitors. traitors. Like some people think that they're trading, and they're just now you can them. spot them in the citadel. Yeah. How they don't have fucking nose rings. <laughs> That's it. Like he, he must be a new guy. So <laughs> they see these guys walking through, and they've um, and Han and I. Some people think is that like just a overall like he's my brother, or is it like literally his brother? Later on, in Nehemiah kind of points out that he might be like an actual dude, but we don't. <laughs> that know. it may have been a particular person, and not just like. Someone, some yeah, that he like. It, some people think that like they were just writing. You talk like me, like you sound kind of like me. You like one of my brothers. Yeah, Look. yeah, yeah, yep. Like you're my brother. Yeah, like people can tell when it's my family because they have they look kind of crazy and they're probably drinking. So it's yeah. like you can kind of tell your people. They just see the curls. I meant it like that. Okay, I'm just like, now they see the beards and the curls and the little tiny hats. I'm like, ah, you're my brother. Yeah, hey, I know that guy. He's one of my, yeah. Yeah, Okay, okay, that makes sense. Looks just like me, minus the nose ring. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) which if you're in the Citadel long enough, that's how they weed out the weak ones, too. Because, like, you know, you just, you take them and you just, like, you bind them up and hang them over the edge where the spikes are falling out of the fucking badass storm cloud up top. And like every once in a while it just misses and goes through their head and you're like, ah, he was one of the weak ones. And toss him in the pit. It's like a bunch of people hanging over the side and just spikes drilling through people. I want to go to the Citadel. This would be, where is the Citadel? Uh, in Susa. We got to go there. That's I'm it. getting a nose ring okay, <laughs> or impaled through my fucking brain. Uh, our, I'm just imagining he's now in the Middle East, like trying to explain to somebody, we need to get to the, the Citadel of Susa. Like, that thing was destroyed. We're both thousands. wearing helmets. <laughs> it was destroyed thousands of years ago. Take us to the Citadel. Take us there. Where are the spikes falling from the sky? Like, these stupid fucking Americans. Every time they come over here, they destroy something. And right now, it's my brain. Yeah. So the whole thing, they come up and he's like asking him, like, hey, how's Jerusalem? So Jerusalem is like the main city. And the 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 question kind of is like, 
what's what's going on hey yeah what's happening me... back at back at home like how's everything going yeah oh so now it's time yeah, to find yeah, out oh gotcha 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 um they said to me those who survive the exile and are back in the province are in great trouble and disgrace the wall of jerusalem is broken down and his gates have been burned with fire sounds like a real shithole yeah so he says hey how are things going back home guys and they're like it's bad it, it's it's all fucked it's it's all fucked up. You don't want to go there. We don't even have a citadel. Yeah, it's we don't have a citadel. Nobody has nose rings. The gate was burned, at, or it's just not even there anymore. It's like open yeah. borders. And, and so there's a big question about, like, what in the world are you guys talking about when you say it's, everything's bad? So some people think that it goes back to 586 B.C., which would be, again, like 60 to 100 years uh, earlier, depending on, like, gosh, if it's 586, and we're looking at... Um, the uh, three eighty four. It's again two. Like, it's like two hundred years difference. We're still talking B N, right? Yeah, yeah. Like before nose before, ring, before nose ring, B, before yeah. the common era is the technical term. Oh, 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 but like this is like five hundred years, like two hundred years prior to this. Did that happen, or maybe it was uh, what ha- what was mentioned in Ezra? So it's still been many years since this has happened. Mm. We're not really sure exactly what the time is for this. But it's kind of crazy to be sitting there. And but being this like, guy's detached. Either way, yeah. he's like. So Nehemiah, we later on find out he's this cupbearer, which is like, he his job is to serve the the king food, but he gets to take a sip of everything. So ooh, that sounds like a sweet sweet gig. Well, yeah. free food, free little wine. Free food, yeah. little... just to make sure they don't get poisoned. He, oh well. Hmm. Does he get to test the ladies too? Like if you know a girl comes calling or whatever, it's like. Uh, yeah, I'll do. I'll He's like, this. I'll take it. They stab him in the head. She just ah. <laughs> she Fuck looks you, Nehemiah. She looks dangerous. Sir. <laughs> yeah, do she not looks very do dangerous. I would love to um, take care of that for you. Let me inspect her nose rings. Yes, see if she's up to par. So here he is, or he. You never know. It yeah. is Xerxes we're talking about here. Very androgynous in the movies. Yes, the, well, the one movie. Sorry. So here he is. Um, <laughs> I totally fucked you up there, didn't I? Yes. <laughs> I fucked myself up on that one. I don't know. I just keep flashing back to 300. Uh, loincloths everywhere. So Nehemiah in his loincloth working at the Citadel, <laughs> seven nose rings up there with Artaxerxes, and the oh. metal is playing in the background. The spikes and falling like, from the heavens. Every time he, like, he grabs the uh, the silver plate and like carries the food to the king in like the throne room, which is again really dark, covered in spikes. And he drinks from the skull chalice kind of thing. I, we are really about to light it up for our animator. Yeah, so they're they're, they're drinking from that, and he's like, uh, "So that's his job." So he's actually kind of close to the king, like not not in an official way, but like in a um, Alfred to Batman kind of way. Gotcha. Like, so it's like a trusting relationship, but it's also kind of tense. Yeah, yeah. He's like, "I could die." Yeah, it's my job. But then. If it was me though, if I was the cupbearer, I'd be like, "I'm gonna get the wine." No, no, you don't touch that wine. <laughs> I'm gonna get it. I'm yeah. gonna uncork it. <laughs> like somebody amp- open this tamper-proof seal. Mm-mm, not drinking it. It's like I'm a pretty good cupbearer. I've only been roofied five times, stabbed three times. Uh, I got E. coli last week, <laughs> but otherwise, I'm good to go. Perfect health. <laughs> All right, like the fucking Terminator. Um, so they're asking about this. Like, well, how's how's everything? Everything's miserable. Yeah. And the question about like you know how long has it been? Is it like if it's been two hundred years or sixty years on a, on a smaller end, like on a shorter end, it's been at least sixty years. And it's like okay, you've been unaware for that long. Yeah, like what are you, some kind of idiot? Yeah, 
like, bro, I'm in the Citadel. Yeah. Do they not have news there? Like, no one came back to tell him about this? Was he asking, like, hey, how's it going? Like, I don't actually know. Or does he, like, actually know how bad it was? Mm. And he's like, oh, shoot. Things are bad. And it says that they have, they have no gates or, or anything. And that's, that's really your protection. Because it, any bandits could just run to the city and attack. Yeah. You want to have, like, walls and gates and everything else. And um, there's an idea that a city's only as strong as its gates. Uh, was an idea back then as well. Well, when you're talking about a place that you had just said has been split and taken over quite a few times now, for them to not even have like a complete like protection around them, that's that can't feel good for the people to live there. That's gonna, if nothing else, just destroy everybody's morale. Where it's just like, yeah, it's you know, we're just fair game now. Yeah. Um, but these guys were holding up. How's everything going? Oh, you don't know. It's not. <laughs> it's not going. Everything sucks. It's crazy. There's fires. Every shit's burned down. They took all our nose rings. <laughs> just, it's terrible. Yeah, and that's um, so. Tonight, kind of, we're wanting to talk about is just this idea that um, we've got all this. You look at the, some of these small details. And you're like, well, what in the world is going on here? And it seems dumb to be like, in the twentieth year of Artaxerxes and. <laughs> In the month of Kislev and yeah. Susa, and like, you know, what, you know, what what is this telling us about what's going on? And when you start looking into it, um, you get an idea of geography. You get an idea of um, how close somebody is. Cause like this, the cupbearer is with the king. He's probably like in the citadel, like going to be near him. He's yeah. not somebody that's going to be re- re- uh, removed. You don't get to hang out in the citadel unless you're someone of importance or somehow connected to the king. You gotta be metal as fuck. That's step one. <laughs> like they like they, they walk through and like we're trying we're trying to get new recruits and some kids come in there and like long hair and like you're you're in. You're a poser. <laughs> you're out of here. Um. But so, yeah, it, it, it's funny. Like talking about this, there's so many times I've just like glossed over some shit. It's like you know you're sitting there bored in church and you start flipping pages and it's just like. Boring, boring, boring. Where the fuck is Revelations in this thing? Like, I hear some like dragons and shit. And it's like you, we took three verses. It sets up this whole like just brutal landscape of like uh, people that's been disheveled, taken away, split up, and this guy who's like so far removed where he first sees people that's like, hey, they're kind of like me. Like, what's up, guys? Like, how's everything going? And like, he gets his world crushed. Yeah. Just like. Oh, who is this guy? How long has he been gone? You don't like you don't know. Like this is common knowledge. Like shit's fucked up. Well, so he said like the month of Kislev, and, and if, in the next couple of verses, of the following, he's just like he has this total breakdown. And he's like gets super depressed, which is easy to do in the Citadel. Yeah, like he he just it's also winter. We said it was so maybe seasonal. I don't know. But no. He's like he's super depressed, and he feels bad. And then eventually, like the king sees him, was like, "Why are you sad?" Like I, yeah. again, I imagine. Like someone really metal asking him, "Why are you sad? No one is sad in the Citadel." Why are you sad? <laughs> like, and, don't be such a little bitch. Yeah, and he's like, "Well, it's because my city doesn't have any walls." And and then and it's like, well, everyone knows about Jerusalem. Like, it's a city. It's like a major city in history, and it doesn't have any walls. And he brings up this conversation, and and uh, if you also know the relationship, is that he's not supposed to be sad. If he's sad in front of the uh, king, they can actually kill them. Oh damn! Oh yeah, like. I, you left that part out. Oh, earlier. sorry. You shall always be happy in the Citadel. <laughs> Super metal, but Wait, also really is, happy. What is the, the fucking Rick and Morty where they're in the pleasure chamber? And he's <laughs> like, 
Oh, you're talking about the one they go to the dream? Yeah, yeah, the, it's uh, like... Teacher? There are no hang-ups in the pleasure chamber. <laughs> uh, so that's... There's no, anyway. no hang-ups in the Citadel. <laughs> the Citadel. So they're like... They, so he, he's super depressed. It actually takes him a couple of months before he builds up the courage to be depressed in front of the king. Ah. Takes his depression right into the throne room. And then he's like, well, what's up? And he's like we need a wall and then they're like well yeah. okay new shit has come to light man yeah so that uh but it's been like 60 years that's like it's like me running in here and being like chris did you hear about uh did you hear about what just happened you hear the, the president just got shot you're like what donald trump like i knew it was gonna happen like so <laughs> yeah we knew this was, was like, like i figured it was gonna happen eventually and then i'd be like no 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 jfk like that that's it's like we have got to get the president bulletproof cars, and I sit here and I'm like, sure. Yeah. Yes. Okay, sure. Yeah, we'll totally do that. Why in the world is he sitting in a convertible? Like, it, yeah. So that's just saying, it's like he goes to the king and he's like, this will not stand. <laughs> we, we have got to get walls around this city. And he's like, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Dude, just sitting there like, that was years ago. Yeah, sure. We'll put up a wall. <laughs> Dumb idiot. Go drink that wine and make sure it's not going to kill me. And come back. <laughs> Wait, what wine was that you're drinking? Because I'll have some of that. <laughs> yeah. It's really yeah, whatever up. you were just sampling, bring that shit right here, right now. Right now. <laughs> so, yeah, that's like, you start looking at it and you, there are these little tiny pieces in the, in the Bible that give us these ideas of what's going on in the in that point of history. You start looking at the political landscape, the geographical landscape. When I say that, like, even when you sit there and find out, okay, well, where does this, when it mentions river or something like that, well, how does that affect the cities around it? Yeah. Um, you start really pulling out some really interesting uh, points about it, and it helps you, helps place your mind in, in what the author's actually trying to say and communicate to their audience. I feel like I say that a lot in this podcast. What they're trying to communicate to the audience. Well, it goes a lot. A lot. That, that was always my big thing. Like it's because God said so. Because this and that. Like there's the little details are crazy. Like the things where it's like, whoosh, let's yeah. just gloss over that to get what we want to get our message across. Like no, it's in there for a reason. Yeah. There's a pretty like there's a, like let's set the tone. Like what's going on here. <laughs> So, all right. So that's that's it for this evening. Um, thanks for joining us. It's again like kind of a weird story. We don't really have like a nice little story where it wraps up and has any sort of moral to or anything. It's more of just like, whoa. Once you start getting getting understanding the uh, context, it goes, ah, all right, that's different. We're not gonna put a bow on it. No, no bows, motherfuckers. No bows. <laughs> all right. See you guys. Love you. Cheers.